Beautiful. Hi guys, welcome to another episode on the podcast. Got my boy Squints, myself Brian Gold, and our new friend Sid here. Hello there. I'll let you uh, lead it off, sir. Well, uh, I was scrolling through Instagram like I do, looking for inspiration on the days that I, or funny I do shit. that, or funny shit, or whatever it is. Or you and, uh, also send me some painful <laughs> shit. Yeah, I like those videos as well. Um, <laughs> but I came across Sid's page. Um, he does like... Uh, you know, kind of life hackish type of stuff, things that, you know, are uncommon or, you know, we should probably know all this stuff or the way like, you know, <laughs> products are meant to be used and stuff, but we just don't. And uh, yeah. he brings these to the forefront with his content and I uh, hit him up and thought he'd be cool to have on the show because, uh, you know, I fucked with the, the movement. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I like learning, learning cool stuff about like, Instagram taught me something really interesting, like the seat protectors, how you figure the flap's supposed to be on the back, but the water flows from the front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was actually one that I posted about too, and I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was We're like always really like stuck like, where we what? like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're it's just like, cool. and you're just, you're just sitting there and you're just sort of like, oh, I guess that does actually make more sense because it's super gross at the front. Right. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, the thing's supposed to go. Ah. Yeah. So the way that yeah. I thought about it was flap in front to protect your flap in front. Yeah. So it's just that kind of like if if you got to protect anything, that little piece of paper protects it as well. Gotcha. So there you go. There that you makes go. sense. Yeah, I know. It's just little things. I've not like been that. doing it like that. Never. Forever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. I usually rip that thing out completely. I know, me too, actually. And then when I found out about it, I was like, oh, I got to go back. That's, that's, uh, I got to rethink my life. Yeah, gotta start all over bad. again. Yeah. We've yeah, been well, exposed to some unnecessary dirty water. Sure. Gross things. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Yeah, again. thanks for coming on, bro. coming on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when you messaged me on Instagram, I was like, nah. <laughs> Childhood hero squints? What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about? And I'm just like, no, nah, I can't. I can't. And then I saw it. I was like, oh, no, this is legit. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So thank you. This is great, man. This Dope, is really dude. Thanks exciting. for coming, man. Yeah, we, absolutely. We, absolutely. Glad that you made the trip. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, like you said, I my name's Sid. Hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I started making content on TikTok back in 2019. And then in 2020, just sort of kept going, kept going, kept going. And then in uh, 2021, I posted my first, here's something I wish I knew before I was in my 30s. Mm-hmm. And it was like basic, super basic stuff. And I just like wanted to make these videos because I felt like I was the only one that didn't know these things. But then I was like, you know what? I bet the internet is full of people that doesn't know things. So I started posting those and every day and all of a sudden, um, a year and a half later, you know, it Following just growth. blows up. And now I have, you know, close to four mil on TikTok and, Close to a million on Instagram now, which is cool. Right. Yeah, and uh, you know, growing every day on other platforms, and it's just like, it's always been a dream of mine to be a content creator and Instagram and YouTuber and all of that stuff ever since the good old days of 07 YouTube. Mm-hmm. So now to finally have like this base and have it work is just an incredible dream come true. It's dope, it's truly. a lot of work. It is, it truly is, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think the consistency, everyone always talks about how consistency is key, but the problem is that people never talk about how you have to find something that you can keep doing that is consistent. Uh-huh. So with TikTok and Instagram and short form and stuff like that, it was like, oh, what's the easiest thing to do? And TikTok is like, it literally lets you become the meme is what I always say. That's it cool. Gave you, it gave you the sound, it gave you the trend, it gave you everything. 
So that's when I picked up, uh, you know, one sound and I just did that every single day. And I kind of like learned to find my voice. I tested out my own comedy style. I tested all this stuff out. I was doing sketch comedy and stand up here in Los Angeles for a while. And then finally I was like, oh, I need to do this type of video with this type of information. And then here you go, every single day. So what was years. one of your videos that went most viral? So the first one that really hit was you don't have to drink all of the booze. You don't have to. You can wait till tomorrow to drink more of the booze, right? And that was for me, you know, being a fan of this rum and whiskeys and stuff and paps, obviously. Um, <laughs> you know, it was like, it was like, oh, I, you know, I can wait till tomorrow to drink some more, right? Yeah. And that, especially with millennials, was like, oh, shut the fuck up. I don't know if I can curse here. Yeah, no, oh, perfect. It was able to just like shut the fuck up. Like, no, you need to drink all of it, or you're losing. You know, you you're a yeah. failure. But so that really hit. And then after that, it was sort of like, oh, okay, I have my opening line. I have all that. And then I did uh, travel pillows go in front. And when I did travel pillows go in front, that's the one that hit Apple News. That's the one that hit like you know the Daily Beast and BuzzFeed. Mean? So you know travel yeah, pillows, right? The one that yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they you go turn frontwards, it, they go in the, the front. Yeah, dude. So if you really? turn it if you turn it around, it actually works. It's so much more comfortable. Because you're just leaning on. it. Because you're leaning on it. Because if you think about if you think about when I pass out on the I never plane, quite exactly. figured them out. Exactly. I'm and telling then I you. wake up and I'm like, fuck. Because your back's you. against the thing. Exactly. And then it just holds your head up. Exactly. For you. Your back your oh back is God. being held up like this. So you're not. <laughs> and if the pillow's too thick, <laughs> you're it like just constantly it. falls forward. <laughs> I was, it was four, dude, it was four o'clock in the morning. I got a message on TikTok and this guy just goes, Hey, travel pillows go in front. My wife and I were just so tired. We're traveling back East, red eye, you know, middle of the night or whatever. And I went, honey, travel pillows go in front. And we both looked at each other like, are you fucking kidding me? And then we tried it and it was the best flight I've ever had in my life. Really? Truly. And I was so well rested. I like that. I was. This just changed my life. Out. It was incredible. Because I don't. I don't sleep well on planes at all. I know, man. I'm telling you. And I tried the travel pillow, but I'm like, this is. They're trash. terrible. They're, They're terrible. trash. Yeah. So it's like one more thing I need to carry that exactly. doesn't work. And it's almost like it's built by the manufacturers, so you hate them. Yeah. So you have to keep trying and buying different ones. Interesting. But don't all the pictures on them show? I know. I know, man. I know, and the but tag is in the, the front. The tag is in the front. The like everything. I'm telling you, and like once you once you turn it around and you really try, like if you ever have a really long flight again, and you're just like, God, I just I really want to sleep. Try travel pillows going front, and I'm, I'm gonna one. do it. I'm, I got a flight. Well, that one's short, but uh, me and my wife are gonna go to Europe. Uh, Perfect. And yeah. I'll do it then for sure. Yeah, I mean, and a buddy of mine, he's a little bit taller, so it may, you know, I don't think it worked for him, but he's also like a more slender dude. Um, but like he, you know, he tried it and he just kind of like rags on stuff anyway. Okay. So, so he's just a hater. Yeah, I think he's just a hater kind of. Yeah. So I, I would definitely recommend it. I'm going to try it for sure. My wife and I could never go back. It makes total sense. Oh, though. yeah. It's amazing. Because I never really got the point of them because I'm like, I mean, I could just put my fucking hand up. It does the exactly. same thing. But also, you. if you think about it, like you have all the support you need yeah, in the back. already. You need something yeah. to keep yeah. you there. And the seats don't go back that far. No, they so, don't. So no, if even you're in just... first class, it doesn't. Exactly. Do exactly. So, so you so... need something to hold your neck up straight, which yeah. is exactly what that pillow does. And then you just fall. And then... And, and you tend to like fall forward anyway when you're like dozing off yeah. or whatever. Oh, every time. So just try it. It works. There you go. Dope.
Like I always fly American well, and they have those like wings that you can yep, pull out. Yeah, yeah. Helps yep. a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I like the wings too. The, the wings, wings are good. Help. The wings are good. Yeah. yeah. First class though is a little bit I know, right? <laughs> first first class uh, definitely like you have a little bit more room, but still like you, you just kinda yeah. constantly fall forward. Um, first class is one luxury that I try to afford myself if possible. So do I. If there's yeah. an upgrade, even if somebody else bought a flight, then I'm I try to upgrade. Yeah. As long as it's reasonable. It makes it, it, it makes I it have limitations on like yeah. the amount I'm willing to spend on a five hour flight where I'm like eh. if you're going to Europe, you know, a different story. Yeah, I mean, I would like to. It just gets outrageous. It does. Even sometimes. if I can afford it, I, I still don't. Like, I have, like, a limit. Unless you're, like, a Delta Sky Clubs member or something. I, I should be. I yeah. just don't ever, like, I'm the guy that just says, no, don't run it. But <laughs> I miss out on all the points. I add it, but I'm not loyal to any one airline. Did you see Dave Portnay had uh, yeah, his 44 some... million Amex what? points? Yeah. Holy crap. So he went to, like, uh, uh, Walgreens and or and something. And that's on his black card, which really yeah. equates to 88 million. Yeah, he was he was putting this thing in, and I guess he'd never seen how many points he had, but it showed up on the screen. So they went back and bought some gum and showed. But he had forty four <laughs> million points on his on his Amex. I actually didn't think that was a real card until you just said it's a real card. Oh yeah, yeah he's An got Amex one. black. Yeah, I don't even know what that like is. That's insane to me. It's I thought that was a, I thought that was a myth. No, no. it's just a. Un, no, <laughs> It's like a subscription service. Sure, you have sure, to pay sure, a sure. fee to have it, and then you have other benefits but that you have come to get, with it. But you have to get invited in. Oh, got it. You have okay. to spend X amount, whatever they're yeah. in. On oh, Amex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's why. It's metal. It sounds like a clanky like metal piece when it hits the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have the, I have like a, a metal credit card, mm -hmm. and when I got it, I was like, oh, I'm... Yeah. I'm an adult. Like I need. Yeah. I need. Like, I don't need as much supervision as I used to. If we know? go to like a like a we go to a coffee shop not too far from here sometimes to eat, and this will I, I won't let him pay with this black card because uh, I'd be like, stop, bro, you can't black card the diner. <laughs> is it? It's heavy too, right? Is it yeah. heavy? Yeah. Damn. I just tell him you can't do that. You're not allowed to do it <laughs> here at this place. He's like, but then I go by myself and I do it anyways. <laughs> I would be That's so intimidated. I worked. I worked so long as like a server, and like yeah. behind the bar and stuff. And most of the time, people don't even know what it is. Really? Because nowadays, because it's just it's just black. Well, because nowadays there's these aftermarket credit cards yeah. that right. you send them your credit card. They'll like put it on metal, put like oh yeah, yeah right, 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 your right. whatever logo you want on there, and then yeah. they send it back to you, and it's a metal card. So they're like, mm, right, maybe right, just, right, right. you ordered whatever. Right. Yeah, that card they don't ID you. Wow. They just run I'm it. Brown, I remember, bro. I remember uh, Dietrich, my buddy, uh, he worked for a, a musician, and the musician had a black card, and uh, he sent him somewhere with it, and Dietrich gave the lady the black card. She said, she said you wouldn't even have this, and she just ran his card and, and gave it back to him type of deal. So it <laughs> wow. does, it's pretty prestigious in the, in the, in the if they sales know. market, you know, if they yeah. know, yeah. Of course, yeah. This like, is incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, like yeah. you walk in uh, any of the Highline stores, they know. Sure. That's dope. They got a whale. They got a whale. Yeah. Oh no! Watch out, everybody! Watch out! Crypto Big spender. Big spenders. Crypto markets no, imploding. No, no limit on the card. Crypto market imploding soon. Oh man, that's funny. Wow. So uh, tell us a little bit about your um, your creation process mm -hmm. or whatever your you know how do you, do people I'm sure people are just sending you things at this point to like yeah to, to do you know honestly like at the beginning it was more focused on specifically things that my older sister and I would like text each other, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, we would text each other something like, you know, hey, did you know that 
the FedEx logo has that arrow in it or the Amazon logo has A to Z, right? Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, do you know how to use a can opener correctly? And we was like, what do you, what do you mean? That one's dope. Yeah. Cause I didn't know that. That one's crazy, right? Yeah. What the fuck? You don't you just <laughs> clip it on there? No, bro, you put it on the fucking side. It opens the can without the sharp edges. It literally takes the top off of the fucking can. Yeah, so cleanly. Think, so bro, think, so, so and then I don't it, have to try and no, bro, exactly. Not that thing out. Dude, when I know, man, when I you know. see it, you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. All this Dude, time, I know. When you so here's so the crazy oh, thing like, is, my right? Mind's kind of blown, right? Yeah. So you so you put the can opener on the top and you spin it around, right? When you first open up a can like that, it just is like it. Like the thing about my videos is that it's offensive on so many levels. Because you're like, what did I, what did I learn, and yeah. why do I know it this other way, right? And then when you finally do it correctly, you're looking at it and you're like, so, that's not, the fuck did I just do for the past thirty plus years, yeah, right? Exactly. I'm today's years old. <laughs> exactly. Today's years old. Exactly. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, that's kind of my creative process was just like, hey, what is, what is the thing that only my sister and I didn't know or what is the thing that I was made fun of for not knowing mm -hmm. before recently yeah right what was like one of the most like holy shit I mean honestly travel pillows going front fucked me up for a long time it still, <laughs> it, it still fucks me up and the can opener one was a good one um you know it, it just like is those little things like or you know like there was one where like you can uh shake the popcorn kernels out of the bag that's uncooked so if you just like open it and it's like oh there's like you know that little opening in the in the, the top of the bag if you just shake out the bag all the popcorn kernels fall out and then you don't I need to deal with the fucking popcorn kernels it's like god damn it yeah you know that kind of thing um but yeah i mean you know going back so to the many creative things that we think of as design flaws but exactly. they're really just people that's flaws. that's actually exactly true right so when then, as I got deeper and deeper into these things, <laughs> I was like, wait a second, so these motherfuckers- They thought of everything. They already. thought about this already. God damn it. Like, <laughs> you know, like- Here we are thinking that everything needs I to know, be fixed. I know, and then sometimes and you're like- And now it's us. Yeah, we like, need to be fixed because yeah, we're creatures that have it I'm and we do the exactly. same stupid stuff well, over and, and over And that's again. exactly it, Chauncey. It's like, we're so addicted to the habits that we've had for so long, we yeah. never question them. So the minute that you do something different, you're just like, that is, that actually does make sense. That yeah. makes more sense. <laughs> you know, or like the, like the chocolate, there was like a, the chocolate that you give for Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. They have like these little parts in between the chocolate that you can like push down and you like get the chocolate out easier. Yeah. But then, so I go in 7-Eleven or, you know, wherever and I, I, I buy a box of these chocolates and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do this life hack. But then I open it up and they fix the issue. And I was like, oh, so they listened to the consumer. Whoa, that's crazy. So I couldn't even do the life hack. It's like, <laughs> damn it. But they designed it a very certain way, right? Yeah. So yeah, so basically what I do is I just like go through and I started doing that. And I, I know that, you know, the, the easiest way to create content is when it's the easiest, mm -hmm. especially for something like TikTok and Instagram. So I do the same opening line every single time. I found that. Uh, I set it wherever I can, you know, in my kitchen right now, before it was also in my kitchen, now it's also in my back, uh, in, in like my little office area, but always super simple, just like on a windowsill or something. And then um, I have the idea already of like what I'm gonna say, 
I probably had to go to like Target or something to like buy the random thing. So like sometimes I'll come home from Target and I'm like, hey, I bought this can of tape or whatever. And sorry, honey, you know, like I just have these weird like thumbtacks everywhere or whatever. And, um, and then I do the life hack and tips and tricks and uh, try to film it uh, for the first time for sure is like when I try it, right? But then after that, it's like, okay, like did that edit work? Like, you know, all this stuff, like does, you know, do I have to up the exposure or whatever? And, and then I just post it. I, the caption probably takes me the longest just because I, cause like part of the video is the caption, mm -hmm. right? So like it's different on Instagram, it's different on TikTok, like the hashtags are a little bit different and uh, you know, and then I just click upload and see if it works, respond to comments. It's dope. Yeah. Has anybody, uh, this just came to mind when you said they fixed it, but uh, have any companies reached out to you to work with their products? To, uh, to things that are so, so, maybe so to like fix to something fix their that they've already done or not maybe fix their product, but maybe, maybe it's already built in and, yeah, and yeah. the general public just doesn't know about it. Well, actually, uh, Cascade, I worked with Cascade, mm -hmm. right? And they... What's uh, Cascade? The, the, the dishwasher, soap, the dishwasher oh, yeah. soap, yeah, yeah. So they have, they have the, um, you know, their new dishwashers are actually like made. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, they're made to, made to be better. Right? Yeah. So I didn't know that because I haven't had a dishwasher since I left my mom's house. In I have a dishwasher I don't use. Most yeah. people don't use them. We exactly. clean the dishes and we put them in them to exactly. sterilize them, but they can exactly. actually wash dishes. Well, the nowadays on the new, on the newer dishwashers, they have a sterilized feature. They have like a sensor, so you can like get the optimized cleaning. It takes a longer time because it's more energy efficient. It doesn't waste as much water. So they reached out to me and they were like, hey, like we need you to tell people <laughs> that like we made dishwashers better. And like we're working with dishwashing companies to make it better and the soap is more efficient and all that stuff. So um, so sometimes there's, or like Thomas's uh, bread company, mm -hmm. they reached out to me because uh, you're not, you, there's a few different ways to open an English muffin. But one of the ways is with a fork so that you can like get inside the nooks and crannies and like just pop it open. It's already pre-ready for you. So then they reached out to me and they were like, hey, you should tell people more about these English muffins or this bread that we have or something like that. So yeah, I mean, sometimes, and I think that was part of my creative process too. Like one of the first times I walked out of my kitchen and I had like done the videos a few times, I looked at my wife and I was just like, honey, I think I just created the greatest brand integration platform ever. Yeah. The easiest brand into like, all you have to do, like core water, right? It's like, here's something I didn't know about core water, right? Or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, sure, this is great. And that's, And they video. have to, to play, because mm -hmm. it's great cross promotion. And, yep. and, you know, like I have all of this art and things and I always repost and most of my posts are repost from other people, right? Sure, yeah. So it's the easiest media is just other people creating content for you, you know? And so like you said, brand integration is like, it's an endless thing. As yeah. you were talking about it, it I was like, oh, that's genius, yeah. right? Well, and that's, I came I mean, to the same realization. Yeah, and I came, up, I came up in digital media on the professional side for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how long I've been in Los Angeles, about 10 years now. Did you come out here for, for like digital media? You said, yep. I gotta go to LA to the yep. motherland and, yep. Yep. and figure it out, right? Yeah, I came here like every other dumbass, just trying yeah. to find the dream. Yeah. And just like all of a sudden it's like, oh look, it actually worked nine nine years, three nine three quarter years later. You gotta put some work in. Yeah. But it can't And work. LA does not give a shit that you are here. No. 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 
the LA, like when you first get here, you're like, oh, cool, like City of Dreams, like, oh, Los Angeles, amazing, right? And you're like, oh, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the first time I really felt that was when I asked for directions. I think I was like in the valley somewhere. <laughs> I think I was like in North Hollywood. And I asked for directions and they just looked at me like I was a fucking moron. And then, and then years later, I constantly look back on that moment. And I'm like, oh, you were also lost. You don't have any idea where you are in LA yeah. right now. And I don't, I shouldn't, this is not a regular town. Okay, yeah. cool. Got it, got it, got it, got it. But yeah, so I came out here to be a YouTuber and. Was it a little bit of culture shock coming from Virginia? You know what's totally funny? Different. I talk about that all the time about yeah. how much of a culture shock it is. Because Virginia's, you know. Exactly. Country folks. Well, and good, it's just, good, you know, you know different good, good, vibes. Yeah, different people, you know. People Richmond. are friendly. Yeah. Well, like people naturally, are. You know, people, they can be assholes, but they're like. But people say yeah. hi. You, people say hi. Yeah. They can talk. You can talk to people. The difference is that when it's a smaller congestion of people. Yeah. Right? Like, I could ride my bike from one side of town to the other in, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right? Or whatever. And here, you take 30 minutes to do anything. You're, I mean, I'm, you're in a different part of the city. I mean, that's a whole different area that you yeah. have to get used to. So, I talk about the culture shock a lot because it is a real huge change. Yeah. And, you know, you get, you, you get here, and I was actually living in Simi Valley. Mm-hmm. And my brother told me that was Los Angeles. It's not. It's not. It's no. not. No. That's where they shot the Power Rangers, but it's not, it's Los, not Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. Simi's the the valley's the cutoff. Yeah, I mean even even LA, the valley though. In LA, people don't like if you're from two one three or three one zero. Yeah, you don't consider the valley LA. Yeah, exactly. Three two three, like the, all, all that. Eight one eight guys, we consider the valley LA, but it's yeah. not really right. technically. Right, right, right. But like, you know, so so yeah, so it was a huge culture shock. I mean, I had never had a quesadilla really before I got here. <laughs> that was crazy. I didn't know horchata was a thing. Yeah, you know, and that's not even part of the culture shock. It's just also like. The bus system is completely different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah, and like, and like the, <laughs> walking, walking you, across the you, street is different. Yeah. Were you uh you were without a car when you came here? Yeah. Oh fuck. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was borrowing my sister-in-law's car at the time. Uh, was there Uber there? No. no. This oh. is like this. The first time I ever had an Uber was like two years after I got here or something. And it was like the craziest. Uber was still thing. like black cars. Lyft. Then, yeah. Uber was black cars. Lyft. Came existed, but to hop in on the Uber market that yeah. wasn't go- tailoring to us normies, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I can use Lyft to like just get around, like that's crazy. But being in fucking Simi Valley, no, nobody's coming to. Nobody's going you. to get no in Simi Valley, and then I moved to Santa Monica, and when I moved to Santa Monica, I was like, ah, it's a little bit more of my vibe, but it was still like I'm not really like a beach person, like you know that kind of thing, and that was still a culture shock. Mm-hmm. And then the first time I took the train to East Santa Hollywood, Santa a lot rougher than people think. Too. Well, yeah, I mean, and especially now. in like Venice and like the low, Just like Santa Monica's on, always been like Four Corners, Culver City, Santa Monica. It's a pretty active neighborhood. People yeah. think of it as like the West Side, and it's like all uppity. It's nah, not. Man. No, <laughs> no. But like if you go down to Lincoln, if you go down yeah. to anywhere around there, like that's that's like that real Santa Monica, that real yeah. Venice, right? Uh huh. And um. But anyway, so then I moved there and I was still just like failing and failing and failing and failing and failing. But I always knew in my heart that like I'm a I'm still a YouTuber. Like, I don't know why I'm like, I've always been like that. Yeah, I'm going to make videos and put them online and make my, you know, make my living from that. And uh, then finally, after years and years and years of like trying to be an Instagram influencer, trying to be a Vine star, trying to do all this stuff 
TikTok came around and it was like, hey, remember what YouTube used to be like in 09? Do that again, but short form. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can do this. So then I just did it and here we are. What kind of YouTube stuff were you doing early? So back in Richmond, Virginia, I was making uh, videos where basically I would go around on my college campus, Virginia Commonwealth, and uh, I would basically pretend to be different things. So what I would do is I would like go out in public and I would pretend to be a cat or I would pretend to be a jellyfish or like, you know, a disco dancer or Mm -hmm. Cupid or a statue or whatever. And I would just be like on campus doing it. Right. And I gained some like, you know, that air, we call it Richmond famous, like a little bit of Richmond fame. And I was like, oh shit, like I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And then, then I was like, okay, like everyone's here. Everyone's moving to Los Angeles. All the YouTubers are moving here. And so I was like, I guess I got to go to LA. And uh, it was either New York or Los Angeles. And I saw that like more of the people that were like getting into movies or, you know, being part of what we call MCN's major um, uh, channel networks, like or multi-channel networks, they were all here and like everything was here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I guess I got to go to Los Angeles and here I am. It's a- and that was it. I mean, YouTube, YouTube was like, it still is like my white whale, you know, like my first love. The one that I can never let like, get away, but um, but it'll happen. It'll is it harder happen. to find? Do you find now, especially at this time period, that it's hard to gain a following on YouTube at this point? Um, it's different for sure. It's I mean, definitely my kids. Uh, my kids are on it nonstop, obviously, yeah, but that's yeah. like child-driven content. Yeah. How old are your kids? Four and six. Yeah. So they're probably watching like Blippy and like. Eh, all my this son stuff. went through his Blippy phase. He's he out of it now. Blippi now he's phase, on like yeah. Rainbow Friends and okay, like yeah. that type of. But see, stuff. there's yeah, there's a there's whole. like all the Russian kids that play with toys. Oh and like yeah, all yeah, this of, course, weird, like, of course, of course. Like play type stuff too. Yeah, it's, it's one it's single very, shot playing with toys. It's like that's very it. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think that it's more possible to find an audience now. the The difference is that you have to like. You kind of you kind of have to f- obviously find find. Everyone has their own audience, right? So like your audience is different than my audience. And every single platform is a different new audience, organic yeah. audience. Yeah, like my TikTok's different than my Instagram. Exactly. And, and they're both different than my Instagram. Yeah, like different you, people are watching them. Exactly. Different. I don't have TikTok on my phone. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. My wife loves TikTok. She's on it all the time. Sure. You know what so, I mean? So, exactly, right? And I like, she'll send me videos and I love it. Yeah, exactly. I just never download it or don't no, scroll. No, you just click the link or whatever. Yeah. So, I think it is, I think it's a little bit harder in the sense where like there's so many more people trying to like get that audience. But also at the same time, the audience is so much bigger than it used to be, mm-hmm. right? So like if the idea before was like, you have one huge audience that's constantly on YouTube, well now you have the whole world really. Like yeah. now YouTube is the second most visited website in the world just behind Google, well, actually the third most because TikTok was actually number one wow. uh, sure. last year. Yeah, Wow. so it's like, you know, so, so you're constantly fighting for the algorithm to find you. I think that's the biggest problem is like, if you really want to be a creator, you're constantly trying to figure out like, where is the algorithm and how yeah. you get there? Yeah, cause it's all over the place. I exactly. mean, obviously uh, a lot of my content is like cannabis based at this point, but it like completely throttles everything of mine on Instagram. Exactly. Know? I'm like impossible to, to, I'm not gonna pop up just regularly. Exactly, exactly. so talking about the algorithm yeah, stuff. Yeah, the algorithm. Um, trying to be found yeah so i mean it's just you know it's just like going back going back to finding your audience is like you know 
you, you have to sort of like contis- consistently post in order for each platform to know what, like who to, who to serve your content to. Mm-hmm. And that's tough, especially with weed, like, you know, with, with cannabis content, it's like, technically, you're not supposed to. I yeah. think TikTok you know. would probably snuff you. Yeah, they won't let you. Oh, sure. yeah. No, no. They, they'll flag you right away. Well, that's the other thing about my videos, right? Like, I knew after working inside the industry for so long that I'm going to be the most family-friendly, no-cursing, yeah. non-controversial person there is. Because the, the algorithm is fit to, to, to feed yeah. that. Yeah. So I just kind of, like, played into the algorithm, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, you know, even cursing a little bit, like, I bleep everything out, or, you know, like... Yeah. And so, so like show, and I think also like leaving the room for the audience to curse at the screen rather than like me saying like, oh, like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, exactly. so, and just like me being angry or whatever. No, that's it's what like, we say. Exactly. Hey, fucking kidding me. Yeah, I can't believe you it. Share it. And all <laughs> yeah, stuff exactly. Like that. So that's yeah. what built it. It's a very uh, genius uh, uh, thing. But the cool part is like what you're talking about is you know, people are always asking like, how do you build a following? How do you do this? And, mm-hmm. and like you said, you have to find something that fits with you mm-hmm. and that obviously came organic. Like yeah. you're, you know, all this time you're trying to create this content yep. and something organic from you and your sister's conversations exactly. is what wins. I always try to tell people to be, to be themselves yep. and to be true to themselves and, and who they are because yep. we all have something to offer. Yeah. You know, well, the, the, you got to try to think about what are, three aspects of yourself that you're willing to share with the public, right? Mm-hmm. That takes a long time to figure out. At least for me, it took a long time to it's figure out. It's a lot. Out. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. So for me, it was that feeling where I'm like, like, did anyone else know this shit? Right? And constantly being kind of like made fun of yeah. because of that, right? So, so once I realized like, oh, what if I just told people I didn't know something? Everyone was like, oh, for sure. Like, that's cool. Me too. You yeah. know? So I think Do you that, get people that did know it hitting oh, you up? Every day, dude. Yeah. Talk about hate comments. I bet, bro. <laughs> dude. And do they put it in the post or do they message you directly? I'm sure or is both. Both. <laughs> oh, sure both. Are you kidding me? There's like, mo- I would say like 80% of my comments are just like, you're a fucking moron. I'm like, I know. That's the do whole point. Do you delete them? Do you delete oh, them? 100%. I was in comment moderation <laughs> for so long. And I just learned, like, that, like there's no point in trying to, like... To battle with them. Like, it's, it's just, yeah. it's endless. It's an endless, endless, yeah. endless battle. Like, I had a 40-hour-a-week job just comment moderating on YouTube. <laughs> wow. And it was just, like... And once you do it, you're just, like, this is, like, this a sucks. long time. Like, yeah. I had Star Wars Episode Seven ruined for me because I was comment moderating. Really? Yeah. So watch and, it over and over and yeah, over and over. And spoiler alert, Han Solo dies. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, Thanks but I knew that before, <laughs> damn it, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, someone in England or whatever. But like, yeah, I mean, my comments are just like constantly like, learn this in preschool, your childhood was rough, like how dumb is your dad? Like, yeah. you know, all of this stuff, like your mother dropped you as a child. Damn. Yeah, they're know, rough. All that stuff. But my you just kind of get over a, it, you know? My wife had like a viral thing on TikTok that got a bunch of a bunch of views. Oh, the and childhood it, crush one. Yeah, the childhood crush, and it was a picture of me from Sandlot, and then a picture of us now or whatever. But mm-hmm. it did really well. It got millions of views and all this stuff. But 
the comment section was crazy, bro. And she had like people in her family fighting with other people and then this and that. Yeah, dude. It was, she was like, what did she say to me? She said, she said, they're called trolls, Chauncey, and they're yeah. all over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Like... Well, my wife, you know, used to get so upset for me. Yeah, it's and tough. I was just like, honey, you can't. Like, they're not. It's, it's not a real. Oh, dude, Michelle's like, I could they're never like be. They're like NPCs that are just exactly. like, non-player characters that are just here. <laughs> exactly, just, just like, they're, they're NPCs, like, you can't just walk can't past them. bother you. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just walk past them, they won't bother you, you you know, they will bother you, but you don't bother them, it's, yeah. they're like a bee, like, yeah. you don't, just don't worry about it. And yeah, it's tough, but like, at the same time, like, that's not the point, the point is. They are like bees. They are, they're like bees. They can only sting you. Exactly. But There's then, no win for you in it. But then all of a sudden, even if you, even if you like try to get them, there's going to be more. There's going to be more. 100%. Yeah, and, and they it's suck. just going to feed into and the thing. And they're so annoying. And sometimes yeah. they hurt, but they're so <laughs> annoying. This and there's just endless amount of interest constantly coming back, coming back, coming back. <laughs> it's, and it's wild like, how much time people have on their hands. Yeah, ex exactly. And the comments are really the gold. The gold yeah. in, a, in a lot of yeah. stuff, too. I mean, it's like there's, there's like certain KPIs, which is like... The comments, the shares, and the watch, right? Yeah. But if you can hit that comment, that means you're getting shares. Yeah. And that means people are watching, yeah. you know? And it's just like, you know, it's just like kind of like, and it sort of just feeds into itself because like sometimes you sort of read these comments and it really validates like, oh, like I do need to like make sure that people like me who are being made fun of have someone to look at and go that guy too yeah and i think that was the most validating thing for me which i didn't really know i was doing at the beginning but then like you know at the end of the day i'm still making a funny video that's just sort of ridiculous but you know when when people reach out or something and they're like uh they're like oh i didn't know that either like did you know this too and i'm like oh i didn't know that like that's so yeah. cool you know so it's that kind of thing that's really helpful yeah it's a you know it's kind of like the chris farley role where like he knows that people are laughing at him exactly. for being that, but in the sense of like, that is the liberating feeling of exactly. everybody laughing together at, exactly. this, at this goofy guy or, exactly. or whatever it is, you know? Exactly, I mean. And people need that too. And, and it I'm, makes other people feel good to know that we don't all know. Yeah. Most of us know nothing. Yeah. And what we think we know is probably wrong as well. Exactly. It's, uh, especially for kids coming up, it's, it can be a very volatile place, obviously. Yeah, they want to come and create purely and then you constantly have yeah people attacking you for exactly. you know they're well, not for, doing anything themselves obviously because no, no, if no, you no. look at the profiles they're just they're literally there to troll people they're basically. literally they have zero there's zero following they zero follow content. three thousand people yeah they just they're troll just like everybody. constantly just like on the <laughs> troll game who the hell has that much free time Dude, there's they so got many people. They got a lot of time. So many people. <laughs> so, so like surprised. it is so many people. It's actually and like, sad. It's it's wild, and it's just like <laughs> you're looking at this, and you're like, man, I really thought that I had like made something nice, and they're like, dude, you dropped on your head as a child. It's like, ah, thank you. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. You know, like I thought that was a funny life hack to tell you about, or whatever, and. Uh, I guess there'll always be haters. That's yeah, never, oh, I mean, that's never uh, no matter, I mean, I'm sure you're talking about haters. Like, I'm sure. I think I actually overheard yesterday someone shitting on LeBron James. Oh, yeah, while he won the thing. What, like, oh, yeah. Dude. It goes both ways. Come on. He just broke the scoring record. For, for all time. Yeah, people hate LeBron the most. Like, it's crazy. Kobe I, didn't, Kobe didn't. 
Kobe got like hate from other teams, but was respected by all. Sure, yeah. LeBron is like respected by none except for LeBron fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel bad for the guy because all that he's done for basketball and Michael Jordan is not a nice guy. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy. No, he's I don't a, know him, but, no, that, but people... No, people have told me how terrible he is. He's, yeah. <laughs> he drinks, he smokes, he likes to Gambles, gamble. He's, yeah. he, he, he's a different type of person. Yeah. And Kobe was so competitive that, like, great guy, but you don't want to compete against him. Yeah. He was petty. Yeah. He was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was with it, you know? Yeah. LeBron is, like, a very likable person. Yeah. Came out of high school, never had problems in his careers, married his high school sweetheart, put all of his friends on. Yeah. He's an amazing human being. Yeah. And people love to just like ride him like yeah. harder than anybody, you know? Yeah. I and, mean, and, and make him number five or number three or whatever. No matter what it is, it's just he can never be in the conversation. It, right? it's, it's, it was truly incredible to me, like how long the conversation had gone between like, oh, who's the greatest, you know, like Jordan or LeBron. And even now you're just like, guys, like. LeBron motherfucking James like I don't want I don't know what to tell you like he's an all-time scoring record maybe he didn't win as many trophies consistently while he was while he was you know rebounding and passing the ball as well like, I mean as far yeah, as exactly is basketball talent goes yeah he's the best to ever step on it's, court. it's insane does he have but, the killer instinct that Kobe and Michael had right probably not right but they were different yeah you know exactly. what I mean? he actually has a, a life yeah. Outside of basketball <laughs> as well, yeah, you know? exactly. Kobe was a, a different type of beast, right. you know. Yeah, I mean, um, but so that's it's, it's exactly right. Haters are literally everywhere, and every every facet. And no matter of success. how high you succeed, I mean, it's I'm mean, sure you both get it all the time. Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. just like you know, fuck you, like you know, uh, all this stuff. Most people, for me though, they just hit me in the DM. Sure. They don't go on the, sure. the comment section. Sure. Really. Yeah. Mine's pretty dry. Yeah. There's a, there's you always like you don't hard post very often. No, there's there's always like one here and there on other shit or like some goofy shit or sometimes it'll be on my wife's stuff or something else. Right. But like, it's usually like some dude like trying to like hate about women or like something oh, else, yeah. you know, trying to like kick sure. you down. But but people are are shockingly nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is I, it the nostalgia? Do you think, or is it? Like... I don't know. Maybe I'm just you know I don't have as many followers either, so maybe sure. it's just not as you know, it, it just multiplies as yeah. the shit rolls downhill, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe you're nicer than us? Yeah. <laughs> I doubt maybe it. You're Definitely yeah. not. Um, maybe that's the thing, too. In public. <laughs> I can be a little, uh, a little cagey, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't have a, an unnecessary amount of hate. Yeah. There's a, the, it's a, it's a pleasurable amount. And, yeah. and you know what? I don't entertain it, though. I just usually laugh or like their comment when they say some goofy shit. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's really interesting uh, to think about, like, what it's like for you to come up in the digital space now after being so popular and after, like, changing people like me, changing our lives and be like, yo, that's Squints. Like, everyone knows who Squints is. Like, yeah, it's, you know? it's an interesting place because uh, I walk around and nobody really knows who I am. Really? But... They stare at me like they do most of the time. Or people will know. I yeah, guess LA is a strange place well, I think too. LA is a strange place. Yeah, like yeah. if you were to go back in my in like where yeah. I grew up. Um, now also, that, if like if you're now that the cannabis business has been progressing, people have starting to like recognize me out places because I've been doing more more stuff like revolving around that. But uh, it's interesting to be known for an iconic character, 
that obviously is a child that I look different than now. Yeah, of course, yeah. And everybody knows who that person is, or mm -hmm. the, the majority of people mm -hmm. are aware, and you get that like nostalgia wow factor. But at the same time, you, uh, the general public, like it's pleasurable to go places still. Yeah, of course, like, yeah, same for me actually. Patrick Renna, the kid uh, uh, that played Ham in the same Yeah, I was actually about to ask about so him. So Pat Renna, yeah, um, yeah. like, he has it rough, bro. Yeah. Like, and this is well, because he's got like four hundred plus k he's, on. He's had a following, now. but even yeah. before the following, he looks so recognizable. Sure. That, like, w even oh, before yeah. his following on social, when we were just going to do like little Sandlot events or anything, like he'll get cornered at bars. People like follow him down the street. Like, he's got like the bad fame. Yeah. The fame where like, you're not like an A-lister where you can hide from people and yeah. you got tons of money that come with it or like other benefits, but like, you know. People are gonna give you, follow you down the street and say weird shit and comment and do this and like you almost can't protect yourself yeah. type of shit. No, I, I, Which is bad when you guys go. It's on. scary, bro. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not like a, he's like a nice square guy too. So he's not like, like I'm aggressive, bro. Like you're not gonna come up on me in a right. bar talking shit. And no, like, I feel like he, like he would just kind of take. He it. cowers and like will get into like 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 he's not like he's not like a punk or anything, yeah. but like. But still, no, he's yeah, like a nice guy, and he's kind of like, it gets weird, and then you're like, oh, fuck, how do I get out of here type of thing? You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, a, especially with people that, like, nostalgia. Yeah. Like, it gets it gets rough. Yeah, it's rough, bro. Yeah. I mean, And also, it's, it's, funny, been, it's been, what, 30, 30 years now? 30 years 30 this year. Years. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff for the 30th anniversary. Yeah, um, there you go. Pretty crazy to see something three generations. It's, it's a... Uh, it's like, uh, or I guess that's not three generations, three decades uh, that are, yeah, it keeps like traveling through generations, yeah. you know? I always, um, I always. Kids, then their parents, then their, every, every once in a while, I'll be like, wait, where was Sandlot filmed? Like, Salt and it's Lake some like here, here in the, here in the valley. It's supposed somewhere. to be the valley, but it's yeah. Salt, we filmed it in Salt Lake City. Actually. Salt Lake City, yeah. that's what it was, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Salt Lake City looked like the valley in the 60s. Yeah, you get, sure. like the valley vibe, but it's a lot more desolate. <laughs> yeah, and, like, right, right, right. We could shoot there and, I and think all there the was, buildings I, are similar. I, yeah, I mean, my friends and I are kind of like movie buffs or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we'll like look up things. We're like, oh, yeah, Salt Lake City? Like, that's so what? odd. That's it's not so weird. <laughs> that's not the valley at all, man. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like, like a valley. <laughs> Salt Lake well, because you got the hills, yeah, you, you got, got like everything. If you shoot it, it can it can appear to be the valley. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's and wild. a lot of the structures and shit are very similar. One-story buildings. <laughs> like, you have all the same type of... All of the old like uh, developments, like those old valley houses. It's yeah. All Salt Lake's like that too. It's like older. Yeah. Like valley style houses. So That's. I guess I mean, it made sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always wondering about what it's like for like people, you know, that were really famous. So like now with social media, how hard it can be, and like what's the what's the comments like and everything. But I guess it depends on obviously like how how you how big is your audience too you know yeah or who you are or how you approach and exactly you know some people just get more hate than others i feel like you know yeah. not everybody is persecuted equally yeah that's true you know yeah that's very fair that's very yeah. fair especially for someone like patrick who looks so much like yeah he's he's like it's bad bad like screaming out of cars type of shit you know oh, he pretty and much looks identical good, and not in los way. angeles I don't know about in LA, but yeah, I mean, in LA, like it's probably pretty bad uh, too. But going other places is like, they like have like chased us down the street, like running. No shit. shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. Well, thank you for your service to all of our brands <laughs> and the nostalgia. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely been a blessing. So yeah. it, it, it's, it's helped me in so many ways. So I mean, of cool. course, the tattoos, of course, like definitely help camouflage you. 
I was like, yeah, nah, that can't be squints. No, you know, yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I met you, I was like, this motherfucker looks really familiar. That's what I get all the time. <laughs> yeah. And Everybody then, thinks they know me from like somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So it actually helps day, because I the familiarness, me. even if they don't know, it like, it drops people's guards down because they feel like they know you from somewhere. So right, they're right. interested, right? So it sparks interest. Yeah, that you have that like, wait a second. Like that. Exactly. Yeah, that and look. then if they do end up finding out, then it's like, at least it's a pleasurable memory. Sure. So then it starts like, it's definitely a, a icebreaker, which is dope, you know? Yeah, Helps. yesterday I was in a, the parking lot of Best Buy and someone, I was like struggling to put my computer in my back seat and um, someone just rolled up behind me and said, hey, are you that guy from TikTok? I was like, yeah, hey, thanks for watching everything. He's like, man, I'm really happy you got that screw out. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. Like I had this strip screw that I couldn't get out forever. And I finally found the tool that I need to use it. And if any, anyone wants to know, like, life hacks don't matter with a strip screw. Just get, go get the tool. Yeah. It's already stripped. Yeah. You're not going to save it. Who like cares? Rubber band tricks. Not rubber band, work. fuck that. You tried it? No duct tape. Duct, duct tape, tape doesn't work. work. How no. many things did you attempt before Probably you went Probably about go? 20. And maybe, then, maybe 30. So it was faster to go to the store and get the Dude, tool and come back. $10. 20 minutes. Like, and less frustration. Man, like I tried everything, rubber band around the edge, and even those pliers. I was having friends text me like, hey, like, did you try like all of this stuff, like hot glue into this, like everything. And I was like, none of these work. And then finally I go to Home Depot, they t and buddy tells me about a screw extractor, put it in the drill driver, drill in and just get it right out. I was like, I hate, I, this prop, getting a strip screw out is probably my least favorite life hack of all time because of how simple that tool is. So even in the video where I posted where I finally got the screw out, I was like, fuck every other life hack. This is stupid. Go get a screw extractor. Cause I wasted a week of my life, yeah. a week. Anyway. So if you ever need to take apart the crib, you know what to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, my crib's stripped. Oh man. How, um, uh, how old was your newest? Five months. Five months, me yeah. too. Oh yeah, that's Six right. months, well, almost six months for mine. Congrats. Little girl, yeah. Yeah, mine too, little girl. So no sleep for either of you. No, no dude. I woke Does up she at. Sleep? Does she nap? She's taking naps pretty good. She's at like a thirty-minute nap mark right now. Good. Um, but when you hit that two-hour sweet spot, she doesn't yeah. sleep through the night. Uh, she does actually. Yeah, yeah, she's sleeping through the night pretty good. Mine sleep into the night. She doesn't nap at all. She doesn't want to miss anything. Bro. Yeah. She's she, like really? wide awake. She does not nap, bro. Yeah. Not in the car. Not in the mall. In the stroller. Like really? she just doesn't nap. Usually the car puts them right yeah, to sleep. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't nap. She's wow. team no nap. She wow. just doesn't nap. She wow. thinks she's like a grown up. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> my, my little girl. and doing whatever she wants soul, to do. Bro. Yeah, she's she gets soul. angry when she gets tired. Yeah. So we're like, oh, okay, it's, it's like nap, it's nap time. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, been they the, get all irritable and shit. Yeah, and they like start to like move yeah. around a little bit more or whatever. And it's been the best. Like, I love her so much. Life changing. It's I mean, like, people, you really don't understand. Like, you can't explain it. People always talk about like, oh, no, your life changes you forever. You gotta experience it. Yeah, and like you really like, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, like your life changes forever. I always thought it was like, oh, you don't have any free time or you don't have anything like that. But actually it's like, you lose all focus of yourself. Yes. And then it's like, if you, like for me, I was like maybe a month or so in and I like lost or had the realization that I've like sort of lost my ability to choose when I want to go to sleep mm -hmm. because if I don't go to sleep early enough and I don't wake up early enough I'm not gonna make it 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go insane. And if I go insane, I can't. How many hours of sleep do you need? Uh, now, I go to sleep at, like, 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> like, wake up at 5, you know? Wake yeah. up at 6. Oh. I got to sleep around 1. I know. Me, bed, like, I know, but, like... But my daughter sleeps in until, like, 8.15, Oh, dude. As long as someone stays in the bed... That's dope. She's usually that's out. Great. So my wife will put her down. How does she know? A year and a half? No. A year and a half in a couple days. Wow. And so, in the morning, she'll kick it till eight, nine o'clock. Dude, depending. that's great. And then if my mom's there, she stays up till midnight. Oh, sure, yeah. But it's like you know, it's just one of those things where, you st- you know, I've had a lot of uh, d- death in my life, and when my, my when my daughter showed up, it was just sort of like, oh, I get the life cycle now. Yeah. You know, it's like, whoa, this is crazy. And then immediately, I was just completely enamored with her, and it was just like, I can't think of a world without her. I don't want to think of a world without her. And, you know, just, like, as long as, you know, she starts to develop more and she smiles, she's laughing, she's, like, doing all these things. It's, like, you're a big, you know, you're a real baby now. Like, this yeah. is cool. Oh, so it's still. It's the, the first best. couple months when they don't move, you're, like, There's a potato. You're a potato. And it's then when like, they start nothing. being able to, like, roll off the bed, you're, like, yeah. oh, shit. She hasn't been able to roll yet. I'm, like, we're, we're working on it. We're, we're, like. We lost her twice off the bed. <laughs> yeah, like, earlier, literally this morning, it was, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. We have her on toby time. I'm like, God, for the love of God, do not learn how to roll right now. <laughs> don't. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> It'll happen at, at, the, at the most inconvenient time. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 I keep on saying to her right every now you time. You leave her right here. Right? When, you leave her, when you leave her on the sofa in a bad I'm position. You, and I'm you're telling like, you. I'll be right back. And you just. Every time I leave the room and I'm like, this could go two ways. Mm-hmm. I look at her and I go, honey, do not learn how to roll right now. And I leave and I just hope for the best. Yeah, that's it. The, <laughs> the chain table one is the one that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Just like, oh, you'll hear it. Don't, don't, don't. Ah! It's like, oh God, what did I do? But like the changing table's higher than the yeah, bed. Exactly. So you're like, fuck, that's a long way down. I know. Um, before we wrap up, uh, anything you want to leave the audience with? Um, any words of wisdom for content creators? Oh man, for content creators? Just in general or people in general? You know, um, I think we're good with the Because I think stuff. you could use the same concept for any business. Yeah, I mean, it's true, right? It's like, you know, I think the hardest part about becoming or doing the thing that you want to do is finding a way to stay inside that industry while you learn how to do the thing you want to do, right? So for me, you know, people always talk about like, oh, I've always wanted to be a musician or, oh, I've always wanted to, you know, do, you know, be a writer or something. It's like, all right, well, then you're probably going to have to work like a $30,000 a year job for a long time as like a musician's secretary. Or, you know, for me, it was like I wanted to stay in YouTube and stay in digital media because I knew I wanted to be a YouTuber. So what I did was I got a shitty job as a comment moderator and a social media coordinator. And then I kind of like moved up the ranks, you know, all that stuff. Learn the business. Yeah, like learning about it. And then all of a sudden it was like something came up where it was just sort of, oh, I could do that for sure. Because I've been in it for so long, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you still have to work while you do it. But, um, but I think, you know, just like constantly trying to learn about the thing you love for as long as it takes you to make it. Because you always have a chance to make it. Mm-hmm. There's always a moment where you can make it. Yeah. And uh, once you're there, it's just like, I mean, you probably saw some, one of my videos. Like, I am a cheat. Like, I'm, I'm in tears, right? I mean, it's just a wonderful, beautiful thing. So yeah. keep going. Keep so going. Just keep going. You got this. You can do it. 
That's it. <laughs> Where do people find you, Sid? Uh, Sydney Raz, S-I-D-N-E-Y-R-A-Z on all socials. Um, I got all the handles early on, so, so I, have, I have consistent branding across all platforms. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure being here, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. you coming. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. See you on the next one.